Countout provides a wide variety of bonus content that is right at your fingertips. On the Countout Patreon, our podcasts are creating bonus content exclusively for you, their listener. For only $5 a month, you can watch instant reactions to major shows, watch-alongs, early access to main feed podcasts, some fun goof and gag audio, plus shows from some of the podcasters' outside interests. It's the best way to experience all that the Countout Network has to offer. So head on down to patreon.com slash countout to take part in some of the best and most fun content wrestling has to offer. Again, that is patreon.com slash countout. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. And welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that I, you know, I came up with several jokes to put here, but they were way too topical uh, for things in the actual news for the past week. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to avoid saying those jokes. But uh, uh, I'm your host, Ryan Knightsey. With me, as always, is the man, the myth, and legend, uh, uh, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Tired. You're, you're alive. You're you're alive for right now. How much sleep did you get between Stardom Sunshine and this show? Three hours. Better than usual. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Usually it's like ten minutes. So <laughs> we we will take it as a W today. Uh, after this, I'm doing another recording and then hopefully taking a nap before Forbidden Door. <laughs> but I'm not gonna get my hopes up. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Were you were you kind of hoping for the zero hour to be not as good just so it's like nah, I can watch uh, this later. I was hoping zero hour to be zero as in exactly what it's been for like every other AEW pay-per-view yeah the past couple but nope they said here's real matches that you're gonna want to see and I said oh okay cool God thanks appreciate it. it god dang it um yeah, no, they uh we got a bunch of we got a big show to talk about today. Uh we <laughs> did a well, for, sorry. we did a forbidden door preview last week, but uh as Scotty put it this morning, uh they added a lot of matches to this preview, so we're pretty much gonna do it again. Uh, except for the four matches we talked about last week. Uh we got the media call, AW's media call, where the it was actually a rambunctious, as I'll put it, media call this week, finally. Uh Money in the Bank is this Saturday. Stardom Sunshine was this morning that Scotty watched. The five-star blocks were announced as well. We'll talk about those. We'll also preview next week's Stardom Show Midsummer Champions. We'll talk me. We'll be talking the N1 blocks, the N1 victory blocks that were also announced. And I think that's it. I think that's all we're talking about. So let's get started. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take because this will be the first time I get to talk about the five-star Grand Prix blocks, and I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna um, have a good time, so be ready for that. I'm excited. I'm excited. They're, they're, they're beautiful, folks. Like this, <laughs> this is this is the tournament of the year. Not that it should shock anyone when the G1 has 32 people and 16 of them suck. But anyways, continue. Let's get to the goddamn show. Forbidden Door is of course tonight. 
uh, on pay-per-view, on AEW, New Japan, crossover event. We already talked about the top four matches of this show, and then they announced ten more. So, uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and those, and, and and mind you, two of those four we already talked about are going to get 30 minutes at least. <laughs> this, you you have to remember, remember last year, like, this, this show in particular was like, an hour like it was like ended at like one or two in the morning or something like that so it's a we got a big time show big ass show i don't even know what the I'm zero hour starts for work tomorrow yeah when does the zero hour even start do they have that uh seven is it seven seven do seven six. p.m do six. sharp do six what are we doing um but yeah they announced a bunch of matches let's talk about them so on the zero hour four matches which again not really missable because last year's zero hour was really great. That swerve in our glory uh Suzuki Goon match was fantastic. So we got a, we got a good lineup here. Do you remember in in co- during COVID when pay per view started at seven o'clock, like the main cards did? Yep. Why did we stop that? <laughs> I don't know. That was a beautiful thing. I'm confused why they started that. You know what I mean? Like like why did they start doing yeah. that? WWE did that, I think, right before the pandemic, actually. Mm-hmm. And then they just went back to 8 o'clock. And I was like, yeah. why? Why would you do that? I liked these being over by 10. Yeah, uh, me too. <laughs> I was, I loved it. I was loving it all the time. I'm, I'm upset, but it is what it is, I guess. I mean, AEW. Also, I think the craziest part since pandemic is WWE, not AEW, taking over the Saturday spot, pay per view wise. Yes. yes. But God bless them. Thank you. I appreciate that because I, not, I'm too old for these Sunday pay per views. Too old. <laughs> yeah. No. It's uh these Sunday pay per views are rough stuff. They've always been rough stuff because it's always like, well, I got work in the morning, yeah. and then it's like. WWE doesn't necessarily go that long. You know, maybe it's like 11 midnight or something they typically yeah. end. AEW is like midnight or 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and plus this, the presser, which you want to see. Plus the presser. Plus it's also like they're in Toronto, so it's like they're probably going to go longer because for Toronto it's the another time zone or something. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Time I don't think that's true. I don't know where Toronto is. Can I be honest? I it's don't know like where right, Toronto is. Toronto's like above the New England. Like above. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> it sounds like. It sounds like. I know of where it is, but like <laughs> it, it could be a different time. I don't know about time zones. Time zones confuse the shit out of me, so I'm not even gonna try. Okay, I'm looking at a map. Let's see what we got. Oh, it's above Niagara Falls. All right. All right, it's yeah, on so the it's other side, normal. the other side of Lake Ontario. A Toronto it. crowd, though, is going to be hot. It's going to be hot. We saw a, 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 a dose of it on Collision. Shout out CM Punk, huh? That guy. The one thing I'm going to say, and this is the last time I'm talking about CM Punk not, and, not his true. <laughs> we'll nope, and his collisionness. I'll talk about CM Punk in a different way. Is that wrestling is better with him in it. Sure. That main event was so hot because they can't stand him, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be like that every place they go. A hundred percent agree. If he... these if these millionaires can't come together to have a goddamn match, I'm gonna lose my freaking mind. Yeah, there's something right on the table, 
And it's all the table's been set when he came back. And in a way, also set when the elite came back. So yeah, it's uh, your biggest pay-per-view buys ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Try to entice them with money or something. I don't know. Entice them with money. New contracts. What's best maybe. for the comp? What's best for the for the company? Yeah, that's fine. New new contracts. Who needs maybe? morals? Who needs morals in wrestling? Get this out. Get them out of here. Um, the good time to actually probably also say before we actually do the Forbidden Door preview. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash cannot pod. We will be. You heard morals and said that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs morals when you got money? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash cannot pod. We'll be doing our live um, instant reaction, immediate reaction to Forbidden Door live on Patreon. Um, just subscribe to any any tier and you'll be able to listen. Um, so subscribe, get the, the, the teaser tier, get the full on $5 tier, whatever one you'll be able to listen and be a part of the conversation with us as yeah. we talk about forbidden door and go through the presser as it happens live. Um, yes. additionally, uh, for forbidden door, we're also going to have it as an audio only, uh, on the main feed as well. So if you aren't, don't want to be part of the actual conversation with us on Patreon, which I would mean. say, I would say you're mean and you're missing out. Um, you can listen to the audio only version. The uh, not immediately the next day, but in, maybe in the afternoon. Uh, or if you, you you know you're a normal person who wanted to go to bed when the show ended, I I, I respect that. <laughs> I don't respect it. You shouldn't be normal people. Oh. We're wrestling fans. We're not allowed to be normal people. Maybe they want to touch grass tomorrow. <laughs> maybe they. If you're too busy touching grass. Then maybe you want to go to bed. <laughs> I know I'm not touching grass today. If you're too busy watching wrestling then to sleep, then you might be a wrestling fan. Anyways, I'm here all night, folks. Anyways, Forbidden Door. They got 10 more matches announced. Let's talk about it. The Zero Hour has four babies over here. We have, I'm just going to go through all of them and then we can talk about them. El Phantasmo yeah. versus Stu Grayson. Rapungi Vice, Rocky Romero, Trent Breda, and El Desperado. Versus doesn't make sense. Versus Swerve Strickland, Bishop Khan, and Toa Leona of Pretty the beast. Mogul Embassy. Uh, Los Ingenables de Hopon, Bushi, Roma Takahashi, and Shingo versus Jeff Cobb, Kyle Fletcher, and TJP. Just a straight up Japanese uh, wrestling match there. And Who brings Bushi instead of Dream Blast? I agree. Uh, the oh, he's too busy at Noah Owen Hart Foundation Women's <laughs> Tournament quarterfinal match. Athena taking on Billy Starks. So what are your thoughts on those four matches that they announced? It's pretty exciting. It's an exciting first hour. It's, yeah. I always say, if you do a pre-show, and you, I think every wrestling company should do a pre-show. WWE has long given up on this. Mm-hmm. But I think every company should do a pre-show because it sells you on the rest of the show. It makes people buy the show. Especially now, a pre-show I don't think with you, like legitimately good matches on it. Right. I don't think you can do a, a four match pre-show all the time because you some crowds are gonna get tired more than others. I don't think Toronto's gonna be that. I think Toronto's gonna be hot all night based off of what I saw on collision. Uh plus but, they have way more excitable matches that they're yeah. they'll be in tune for. But I think you should always be trying to sell people to buy this show. Mm-hmm. Um this show this time around, I don't think you need to sell anyone on buying it. They've already decided. But it's still good for those who may want to see some new Japan AEW action and be like, all right, let me see this. As well as see someone from Ring of Honor that we don't get to see out of the Ring of Honor realm. And that is, of course, Athena, who is in this. I'm very excited about that because I think she obviously has been doing great work. Um, So 
I think this is a great pre-show, and I'm happy Swerve's on it again. I'm happy we got El Desperado on there. Um, kind of hurts me a little bit that Shingo's on the pre-show, but yeah, we do what we have to do. Shingo and Hiromu on the pre-show. Darn, couldn't couldn't get them on the main card. Uh, I know House of Torture's there. They're they're in the room. <laughs> they're they're gonna make they, a they were on known. Ring of Honor. They're gonna make their presence known, baby. Uh, maybe. No evil. The, How do you not bring over evil? That's what I'm saying. If House of Torture is there, then I then I, I then I'm, I'm calling it now. House of Torture are gonna attack BCC during that match to they, set up nothing. I don't know. Listen, nothing set up already for uh the strong independent shows for Moxley. So that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I know why Ishii is like already. I know why Ishii is in the match that he's in. But would it be the worst idea to replace him with Shingo? I I would have liked Shingo more in that spot, but I also understand that Ishii yeah. storyline wise makes sense. I so. also think he's probably eating the pin. So probably it's either him or Utes. Yeah, yo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, fun, a fun little element of the preview is who's eating the pin in all of these matches. Um, That's true. I like El Fantasmos, Stu Grayson, a nice little Canadian uh, uh, match here. Um, Despy versus Rocky Rapongi Vice is weird to me. Uh, a nice little. I do love Rapongi Vice, though. I think. That's the better Trent Barretta tag team. Agreed. <laughs> I agree. I think. Now stay with me, Scotty. I'm staying I, with you. I think there is an outside chance, a non-zero percent chance. I would say less than 50, but more than zero. Maybe 60, 40 split. We get Yoda Suji and Mark Davis. No, but oh, well, Mark Damn Davis it. is injured, so no. Hey, hey, you don't know. Maybe he's ready. I think there's a non-zero chance, maybe a 60-40, maybe a 70-30, that Billy okay. Starks could win her match. I think... There's a non-zero chance. I and here's my reasoning here: if she beats Athena, then we can set up not only that she continues and then lose to uh, whoever's on the other side with her um, in that bracket because she, she'll lose in the next round or whatever. Um, but Billy Starks could—I guess it'd probably be Willow. Um, Billy Starks could challenge Athena for the Ring of Honor title at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. That would be happening mm. as well at this point during the summer. Good. I don't know. Do they want a younger wrestler than Sky Blue that's already better than her to be advancing? Probably not since they're pushing Sky Blue. So why not get the other yeah. uh, Blue-esque person on the other side? To just Every time Sky match? Blue's music hits, I ask, who is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every single time. Mm-hmm. But it hits every single show I watch that involves AEW or Ring of Honor. Yeah. Every single show. I think there's a non-zero chance that Billy Starks could win. I do think there's think a greater true. chance that Athena beats her, and then Willow probably beats Athena. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna just put in the head cannon of this is probably where Tony Khan was going to push Willow was beat Athena, then Willow versus Athena for the Ring of Honor thing. Maybe Willow wins the Owen, you know, and gets dropped on her head by Julia. Nice, <laughs> yeah, they get dropped on her head by Julia. Um, but yeah, I I think it's exciting. I think I really I circling like. I mean, the six-man tag of LIJ and United Empire is going to be very good. I'm very much circling the El Fantasma Stu Grayson. I, I think I'm very excited for that match. That should be very good. But yeah, I, I think this is a really nice zero hour. 
there isn't a match on this entire card that I'm like, oh, I don't care about that. And I think that's an incredible accomplishment. A hundred to have every single match, me sitting there like, yeah, it's gonna be pretty good. It's gonna be pretty good at the very least. I think the women's matches for what they had to deal with or not deal with but not getting the stardom aspect i think they made up for it really well and jamie Hayter getting injured like and mercedes monet getting injured i think it's worked out pretty well yeah last year they obviously had a billion injuries this year you know seemingly two maybe you know it may maybe this year was going to be maybe the original docket coming up with it months ago was probably like jamie Hayter versus uh mercedes you know Maybe that was the original yeah. plan months ago. And then Jamie's injured. It was like, okay, we'll put the title on Tony Storm. Tony Storm, Mercedes, that's still good. Uh, and then Mercedes is injured. It was going to be Soraya. Oh, yeah. I heard We heard Soraya <laughs> floated around somehow. Maybe maybe Soraya versus Jamie Hayter versus Mercedes. I, I assume Mercedes is still in there. I don't know. I don't think no Soraya what, is the Mercedes, champion. No matter what, Soraya is not in this. So we'll just take it the dub and move on. Uh, and let's talk about that match since it's uh, also made official. AEW Women's World Title match: Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. Uh, very obviously, I think Willow's losing here. Uh, I don't think that's a question. Uh, it's just it would be interesting politically what would have been if Mercedes was in this match, and that might make sense for Soraya being and making a triple threat because um, mm. Mercedes probably isn't going to win the AEW Women's Title and shouldn't lose. So Soraya's right there. I um, do think if Mercedes were on the show, it's going to be a New Japan Strong Women's title match between Mercedes and Soraya, and then you're going to have an AEW Women's mm. match between, I don't know, maybe, someone. Maybe Tony and Jamie Hayter. Just, yeah, because maybe that was the actual scheduled match, but things changed when J- Jamie got hurt, so they said, all right, we'll schedule this now. I think that's definitely a real possibility because what I will say is they're, do- they're doing matches that have Joshi connections. Yeah, um, not just so that, it- but they're acknowledging the Joshi connections in their like website previews of, uh, yes. of Forbidden Door with uh, yes. former World uh, world of Stardom champion Tony Storm. That's, well, that's on New Japan. New Japan better be saying that. Your, oh, your sister company is that damn stupid. It's stardom. Uh, but Tony Storm, of course, has the stardom connection. Willow has the TJPW connection from last year. Billy Starks has the TJPW connection. And Athena calls herself the American Joshi. So they said, all right, this is good enough. And I think it is good enough, truthfully. If this is what you had to deal with, I think this is definitely good enough. And I'm quite excited for both. Uh, I think Tony Storm wins, obviously. But... If this can rival some of Willow's best matches against the likes of a Mercedes and Athena, I think it's a good job. Well done. If you give people hope that Willow's going to win this title, it's going to be a great match. Yeah, and that's that's ultimately going to be the goal for this match, obviously. that The goal is, can we convince the audience that Willow has a chance? And that will be where we see what happens with it. Uh, also, singles match announced, Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler. Uh, Tom Lawler showing up on Rampage to a interesting, not really recognizable reaction. But uh, honestly, you know, for the people that know Tom Lawler, I two things: one, can't wait for him versus Adam Cole. Number two, I just can't wait for that entrance music, baby. Just yeah. give me that goddamn entrance music. That's all I want. I'm really happy he got on here. Um, I was talking to someone the other day, and they made a great point. He was one of the big time 
um missing people from the g1 this year yeah um i don't think he should have been taken out i think there were other people that you could have taken out for him um not that he would have had much success but i think he earned the spot last year and i think he's put a lot of work in for new japan to get that spot that being Mm -hmm. said instead you're going to be on new japan's biggest u.s show of the year in a singles match against one of the most popular u.s or most popular AEW stars a guy who's coming off his best match in AEW, maybe ever if not since the hangman page feud Mm -hmm. of adam cole and i think tom lawler the way he works these two can have a really good match totally agree i 100 percent agree um he's losing obviously 100% 100% losing uh you know this should be I think a very 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 good match um Tom Lawler I think is a fantastic wrestler and he's only gotten better uh in these past several years um him showing up is a great spot I would love to see him more in AEW um, quite mm. honestly, and if he has a good showing, I wouldn't be surprised if he is probably signs of AEW. Um, do Shibata versus Lawler, huh? For that pure title, what are yeah. we doing? Yeah, that like I I wouldn't be surprised if 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 Tom Lawler has a good showing that they sign Tom Lawler. I I would not be surprised, and I think with Adam Cole, it's certainly possible. Um, I'm. It's certainly possible. After that MJF match, I'll say it's possible. Before that match, I would be less certain. Um, yeah. But that MJF match finally saved Adam Cole a little bit for me. So uh, we just need another good one from here, uh, from I him. Think, and uh, I think Adam I Cole think gained a lot of confidence from that. Like, it, it, you can tell mm-hmm. in his promos he gained a lot of confidence from that. Yeah. It's probably, like, one of those things where it's, like, you have so much doubt in your head that you're just – overdoing things or underdoing things which he was i thought as a wrestler now i'm sitting here excited for him tom waller it's it's an interesting singles match to add to the show but this is what these shows should be all about yeah 100 agree um we kind of previewed technically half of it last week aw international title four-way match orange cassie versus katsuria shibata versus Zack saber jr versus daniel garcia is anyone taking that title off of Orange Cassidy? Uh, if not, how is Orange Cassidy going to retain, Scotty? I think everyone, I think he should have maybe the past seven defenses, but here we are. Um, I think he defends it. I think he successfully defends it. I think that's why Daniel Garcia is there. Um, that being said, I would never say no to two belt Shibata. I'm just, just saying <laughs> I'll never say no to two belt Zach, two belt Zack Saber Jr. That's also true because I know well the G one's coming, so I can't get my hopes up. Damn it! I was about to get my hopes up because he's been doing a lot of U.S. dates, but mm-hmm. that's about to end. So yeah, yeah, Orange wins, but that's okay. That's okay. I think this is gonna be really good. I liked the tag the other day. Yeah. I thought the tag was a lot of fun on Dynamite. I think it. Was, I thought it was the best Dynamite match. I did. Yep. So, um, and I think it'll be even better now that they're all kind of broken away from each other. Um, they're all, it's interesting because three of them are very technical based, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like orange is going to be orange. And I think it's going to work really well with the crowd. The four way last year was awesome. So oh, yeah. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I totally agree. I think this should be a lot of fun. 
Um, the tag match was really, really good. I really enjoyed the tag match from Dynamite. Um, yeah, I yeah, I mean, Daniel Garcia is totally eating the pin here unless they want to do like Orange Cassidy is then going to challenge Shibata or Zack Sabre Jr. And that could be sure. interesting. Um, but I don't think like, oh, politically would be, I think the political answer is the only is Zack Sabre Jr. I don't know what's up with Shibata. I don't think he works for New Japan or something anymore because he's only in Ring of Honor at this point. Um so yeah, I mean, Tino Garcia is probably losing. I don't. He think... signed a new contract this year with. That, them, I thought he did too, funny. and he hasn't showed up anywhere. He uh, hasn't. Re- he hasn't wrestled in New Japan since last year's wrestling. And he was, and that wasn't supposed to be like a thing, right? Was that that? That's was it that probably one? Probably why he hasn't wrestled. Yeah, because <laughs> him and Red Narita had a real match. That's probably true. Um, but yeah, I think this should be a very good match. I think this should be a very technically sound match. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it's Shibata. It's Zack Sabre Jr., folks. It's Orange Cassidy. It's Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia is probably, like, the least experienced guy here, and he's still great. So, what more do you want out of a preview here? It's, you have four great technical wrestlers. This match is going to be great. Remember a year ago when when Daniel Garcia felt like he was going to be on you know, just this another level, mm-hmm. and then they kept him in the JAS. Yeah, and we're still here in the JAS. And it doesn't feel like it's simmering. It just feels like it, they turned it off. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm. I think he's gotten around to like a point in his JAS gimmick where I'm like, all right, I can vibe with this. I think this is fun. Uh, a little sh- but, sort of. He he amped up the shit healness of it all. Uh, but but you don't have like badass Daniel Garcia anymore. Yeah, those matches with Brian Danielson were the last ones that were like peak. And don't get me wrong, it was Brian Danielson too. But still, those were those were fantastic. I love that two out of three falls match, and I'm very upset that <laughs> he just hasn't had anything meaningful since. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. But you know, he I think he's still a great wrestler. I think the gimmick right now is now working for him. I would like for them to simmer that back up. I mean, it's always kind of there when like the crowd chants "You're a wrestler" at him, so that it's still he's still over in that sense. But yeah, just need a uh, payoff. One of these days, we'll get that payoff. I just have no Instead idea doing when. It with Sammy Guevara. What's and that? I think that's this said they're doing it with Sammy Guevara of finally like breaking away from Jericho. I think that's absolutely nasty behavior. No, uh, I, 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 no, no. Sammy, is that's a, what they're doing. Doesn't mean I like it. Sammy is, I. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying Bill this. On the show. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm like more excited to see Jungle Boy on my television than Sammy Guevara. Uh, and that that might sound like a, not a shocker at all, folks, but I am a day one Jungle Boy hater. So, uh, yeah, but you're not a Jack Perry hater. No, no, I'm a Jack Perry. All right. Yeah, <laughs> eh, he's fine. Yeah. Jack he's... Perry's different from Jungle Boy. Yeah. He's... And I think we're getting to the point where Jack Perry's going to be a lot different from Jungle Boy. Uh-huh. And it's going to be pretty good. I can't wait for that. Um, six man tag team match. Lay Suzuki gods, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki taking on Darby Allen, Sting, and spoilers from Collision, Tetsuyo. Tetsuya Naito, baby. Get into it. That's what I'm talking about. This match should rule. You got Sting. You got Jericho. You got Naito is going to take a neck, neck bump somehow. Uh, from, I don't know what. Nah, bro, he's wearing that t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
God, you know, I people talk about like doing bets on like this sort of show and like, oh yeah, you put the bets on who the winner is. I think more fun bets are like who's gonna take the fall. I think yes. that's a more fun bet. Um, that makes it a little bit, little bit more vague. And then like these side bets of uh, uh, <laughs> is Night Dog gonna be wearing a t shirt? Uh, well, he's gonna look at Sting and be like, oh, I mean, I should, I should wear a shirt too, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited to see Naito and Darby interact. Uh, even though they're on the same team, I just feel like those interactions would be good. Uh, Suzuki Naito, that's fun. Jericho Naito, that could be fun if they rehash what what they had in their original feud in New Japan in 2018. I think it was where it was like a real blood feud. If that if they did that, that'd be nice. Don't think that's going to be happening. Um, but you know, this is just gonna be a fun six man tag. I mean. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think it's going to be great, but I think it's going to be uh, really, really fun, really, really good. You know, I think it's going to be great because it has Sting in it. Great point. That's a great point. There's no better selling point for me that in in big tag matches than just sticking Sting in there for him to do like five things, and I'm going to love every single one of them. I, uh, and everyone's talking about Sting versus Jericho, but let's talk about Sting versus Suzuki. Yeah, that's 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 real pro wrestling right there. Also, we're not even talking about how Darby and Sam are going to kill each other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know that that that'll help. Or or um, the, or the speed of a bump that Darby Allen will take on the Suzuki chop, just for it all to end with a Destino. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah, there's a hundred percent. So Naito's winning. Do we? Well, hold on. Naito getting the pinfall win over uh, uh, instead of Sting. Are we sure? If if they could have him pin Suzuki. That's true. They could always have Naito pin Suzuki. Because I think they might want to do Jericho and Sting extended. Mm-hmm. And they, they so you wouldn't have that. them pin each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you would have Sammy and Darby pin each other. They kind of don't need to get pinned right now. Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I think this should be fun. I think this should be a very fun match. Um, Owen Hart Foundation Men's Tournament quarterfinal match. Kojima! <laughs> Sorry. Satoshi Kojima wrestling C. M Punk. People are not going to be happy to admit this, but this is going to be great. Oh, so so I tweeted that out. Is that like so? Obviously, the rumors and reports were that uh, that this might be Kenta. This might be Kenta versus CM Punk, and that's might have been what it was on paper at one point in time. Who knows? There's some reports that it fell out, but sort of on Kenta's side. Um, but I think you know, on paper, the Kenta stuff. That sounds fun. You know, that sounds like a yeah. good match. But we're talking 2023 Kenta. You know, yeah, unless we're getting 2023 Noah Kenta, the match isn't going to be that good. Yeah, uh, no thanks. Satoshi Kojima, on the other hand, can still go, like, surprisingly still go. And he's a beast. He's a beast. He is really good. Him versus CM Punk, that should be a, that should be a way better match than the Kenta yeah. match. Way eat better. your carbs folks that's what this is telling you eat your bread mm-hmm. eat your bread and you're gonna be in peak condition like satoshi kojima uh i thought the video that they did on collision for mm-hmm. these two to build up the match was really good yeah um you know kojima saying i'm gonna kill you and then and then he proceeded to tweet later he's like i'm a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> and then punk was like ah oh, you know it's an honor to beat him uh autumn to fight him but when we step in the ring, it's time to fucking go. And I'm like, ah, oh, these two are going to have like this old fashioned, like 10, 12 minute singles match. And I'm going to eat it up. And the crowd's going to be 
red hot for this. It's going to benefit the match so bad because he's going to get booed out of the building. CM Punk, that is. And Satoshi Kojima is going to rise up and hit one of those hit one of those cozy lariats. And people are going to be on the edge of their seat. Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. You know that lariat. This show's coming. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know that lariat's coming. And you know it's going to be beautiful. And you know oh, it's going to be a gonna little, be desperation lariat. And you're going to be like, ah! Oh, it's gonna be great. I can't wait, baby. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Uh, if I had a chance to talk about that collision main event, which I don't, but I'm just going to say Jay White and CM Punk's going to be spectacular. All right, continue. No, I mean legitimately, that should be a very good match. Like I, like that's why I, I was like, like their chemistry. The Samoa Joe stuff may be like the long feud, but I'm way more excited for Jay White. I I know the history of Samoa Joe and CM Punk, but I'm like way more excited to see a Jay White versus CM Punk match personally. Um, I'm happy with both. I'm happy we can do both. That's fair. I'm, I'm still. I'm not saying I'm <laughs> unhappy. Uh, I'm just yeah, saying no, I, I'm agreeing with you. It feels like something for Jay to actually sink his teeth into. Yes, which you can already feel that. Mm-hmm. And him being the babyface kind is a lot of fun. Yes, <laughs> it's very. It's a very interesting dynamic right now. Um, moving on, ten man tag. Oh my. God. God damn, baby. Adam Page, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Eddie Kingston, and Tomohiro Ishii versus the Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, Claudio Castagnoli, uh, along with Shota Umino and Kanosuke Takeshita. It's beautiful. You know? It's, it's beautiful. There's some, uh, the Elite versus BCC, you know, that's going to be a great exchange. And then we're just going to add beef. Just add layers of beef into this pot to make it really simmer. You know what I'm saying? Making it simmer. Takeshita, beef. Ishii, beef. Eddie Kingston, beef. Shota Umino, parsley. Uh, he's not beef. <laughs> he's but not he's, beef. But, but he gets a but he adds awesome a, reaction. But he adds a little certain spice. Yes. You know, he adds he a little does. spice to the whole thing. He does. He does. I think he's going to be awesome. I think... I'm really happy he got on the show because I think, you know, as you and me have talked about many times on the show, that U.S., the match he had last year, oh, this show was the best of his entire excursion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it set him up for where he is today. Um, and I and still think so that, well. I think also non-Japan match, Shota Umino is still very, is really, he is something different and not, not in Japan. Yeah. He also works really well at the BCC. Mm-hmm. Add in Takeshita, man. I didn't know, so I didn't know if we were gonna get Takeshita on this show, yeah, just because either. like the DDT connection still exists. Not mm-hmm. that they have problems with each other, it just felt like something they may hesitate on. Thank God they're not. We're gonna have Konosuke <laughs> Takeshita in there, just trading with Ishii at one point. Yeah. And I'm just gonna be screaming, screaming, and hoop, hooping, hollering, and ah, oh, it's gonna be amazing. This this match. Okay, it's not going to be the match of the night, no. but it has a great chance to be the third best match of the show. And the show also like needed another great match like this. And there's a lot of yeah. other like matches that I have. Like I think the four way has the potential to be great. This match is like, oh, this match is going to be great. Yeah, it's not like potential. It's like it's going to be great. It's just how great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and I would love for just a ten to fifteen minute sprint, nonstop, nonstop, because chaotic affair. BCC oh, yeah. can do chaos really well uh, in their tag team matches. Chaos. 
Oh, well, in a way they are. Ishii, in a way they are. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they're, they're, <laughs> they're wrestling one-fifth chaos. Um, but they can bring chaos into their tag team matches very well, and I love it when they do that, and they're just all over the place doing random stuff. John Mox is just brawling. Claudio is just throwing people around. Uh, I, I think it's great that six-man tag that BCC and Elite had uh, two weeks ago, I think, on Dynamite. Oh, was, that was great. That was fantastic. So just do more of that while we are we're slapping and chopping beef, uh, getting some nice chopped cheese from Philly and Toronto. Um, I saw what you tweeted, and I need exactly that to happen about Eddie oh, tagging yeah. in, <laughs> yeah, and just be like, get the fuck out! Oh, I'm killing him! A hundred percent. You can you can picture immediately the spot of Eddie Kingston getting tagged. Eddie Kingston, by the way, the entire match is just going to hold the tag rope and stare dead eyes only at Claudio. As soon as he's going to put his hand out, get tagged in, he's going to grab Wheeler Yuta, who's probably going to be the guy in the ring, or Shota maybe, or, you know, just throw him back into the turnbuckle and then point directly at Claudio and ask for it. And then Claudio will get tagged in and then you'll get a big, uh, you know, this is awesome chant or whatever. You know, it's going to be fucking great. Whether or not they actually wrestle will be the heel work from Claudio, but uh, it should be great. It should be. I, you know, it, you know, it's gonna, he's gonna throw some bag of meat back to Claudio and be like, I want you. I want you in my ring. I want you, you little bitch. It's, it's oh, okay. It, dead, like, you know, wide eyed, pointing, pointing down to the canvas. I want you here. Get in. You know, it's yeah, gonna happen. You know, we haven't had the chance to talk about this much because we don't talk about Ring of Honor or anything and we don't talk AEW weekly television all the time. But Claudio. He is that guy again. Yeah. <laughs> He's had a fantastic year. Yeah. It's under the radar just because it's Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. He's the third guy in the group he's in, mm-hmm. but he's been great in every spot. Yeah. And I think that really shined to me when he had the New Japan spot. I was like, my God, <laughs> this guy's been incredible this year. Yeah. And you got Tanahashi, Tanahashi being like, I want to wrestle that guy. Singles, give me that guy. That guy was great. Yeah, Tanahashi just wants to wrestle everyone. I've decided. <laughs> oh yeah, CM Punk. Yeah, let's do it. Look, man. Let's... Look, man. I I saw I saw Collision. Let Let's. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of years left on that body. So no, let's... that was tough. That was tough. It let's... scared me a little. But, you know, just, uh... We'll just get with the matches we can, and we'll we'll t- be happy. About but you it. can do you can do Tanahashi and Punk a lot easier than you could do most matchups because they're both so smart. Mm-hmm. You mean Tanahashi and MJF? Well, yes, but I meant like future matches. Sure. sure if sure, you sure. wanted to do future matches with Tanahashi, that one makes the most sense because I think they're both they're both smart enough to make it work. Also, mm-hmm. I know Tony Khan's dying inside to get that match because he got it taken away from him. Yeah. So I'm still a little shocked he didn't do it this time around, but I get why. Yeah. Um you wanted to give MJF a big match, which you know, you know that little bitch is excited about. You, you know, want him? He'll never admit it, but you know it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's Tanahashi, and it, it's a good it, it, punk. If Punk's is not in that match of Tanahashi, MJF is a good number two as well, just because they both work in a similar mindset of 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 pro wrestling. That it's like of the lack of lack of not lack of, but lessened work readiness and more psychology stuff. And at this point in his career, Tanahashi is not a work rate guy. So uh, let's just have Tanahashi do some psychology business with uh, MJF. 
Um, MJF, you know, he's going to show up to play Tanahashi. I'm interested to see how he does uh, against MJF. I I, I, I want to see how much he gives MJF in this match. That's where I'm more interested in. It's kind of funny we say Tanahashi's not a work great guy anymore because he's not. But if you get the right recipe, mm-hmm. he's going to give you still like maybe just a step below match of the year contenders. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty of Hiroshi Tanahashi in a lot of ways. Yeah. I just hope he has a good knee night tonight. Yeah. I, I'm, I am legitimately surprised they put a match uh, with him on collision. I understand like it's Tanahashi that's going to go on TV, but like legitimately I was like, look, man, heal him up. Don't get him hurt. <laughs> Do Might have been a good decision. Maybe he'll get his knees ready to go. <laughs> get warmed up. <laughs> the match yeah. Get warmed up. Maybe. Yeah, get the, get the rust off. Get the jet lag off of him. All right. Maybe, maybe, maybe knowing that Tanahashi is a little bit more washed, uh, let's put him with a work rate guy like Swerve Strickland, and then he'll and make him look bad, and then we'll do a psychology, and then it'll look great. <laughs> do great in that. That's match. possible. I think it'll be fun. I think they'll do a good job. And it's the opening of the show, so it should be good. Yeah, we already talked about the rest of the matches, but I mean, top down, Forbidden Door. I mean, this show last year, show of the year quality. This year, I mean, there are. Multiple matches, I think, have a floor of four stars. Multiple matches that I think of a floor of three and a half stars. And those include matches on the zero yet. hour. And I know it's already blown last year's show out the water for me. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't as high on last year's show as everyone else. Well, I yeah. went back and looked at my ratings, and mm-hmm. I remember this vividly. Mm-hmm. But it was still great. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I wasn't. Maybe I'm overreacting a little bit. (laughs) It was still a great show last year. It it was just sort of like marred by the injuries of everything. But this year... All the stars not being there. Beyond the women's division, um, having some injury stuff, this year, this card looks fantastic. I cannot freaking wait uh, for this show tonight. I'm excited. Patreon.com forward slash counterpod. And uh, listen to our live reactions immediately following the show. Check it out. Maybe that's the best part. It's tonight. It's tonight, folks. Forbidden Door. Get into it. Let's talk about the AW Media call that happened with Tony Khan on this past Thursday, I think it was. Thursday? Friday? Uh, Thursday. Um, He talked about a number of different subjects, and he was in a good mood to discuss things. Uh, So that was very nice. Um, some different answers that I found notable, um, was that, I'm just looking through to make sure, uh, when asked about from Sean Ross Sapp, why the Kenta match fell apart, did not say the name Kenta once and just talked about how great Satoshi Gojima was. Uh, so Hmm. very interesting sort of match there. Um, I try not to talk about Kenta in 2023 as well. He was, of course, asked about why was there no stardom talent on the show, and his response was that there was a stardom pay-per-view happening the same day. Um, he talked about uh, enhancing his connections with New Japan's Gato and Obari um, through everything and through the injuries that that plagued the show last year. He was asked about recent reports about his family interested in purchasing Bellator. I heard about this rumor. Khan's interested in purchasing Bellator. Uh, and then he was like, who reported that news? And would you like to take a guess about who reported that news, Scotty? That guy that works for Nikon. Ariel Hawani. He's back in the, he's back, uh, baby. 
the it, other guy. Ariel Hawani reported that Bellator thing the is other happening. MMA guy. And Tony Khan's like, yeah, that's completely not true. Which, you know, I hear that, and I'm not saying it's related, but I wonder if it's like, I don't know. I don't know. That feels, why, why would Ariel Hawani put that out there? You know what I mean? Why why would why would it be like oh the wrestling company is uh can take on other things we're not monopolizing the business or anything I don't know that's you know who knows who yes. knows Ariel Hawani is smelly um Nick Khan was asked about women working in creative and he mentioned you Madis- Nick Khan Nick yeah Nick Khan was asked uh Tony Khan was asked about women working in creative he mentioned Madison Rain and Sarah Stock as those contribute and praise their work. Um, he said, uh, Madison rain, I believe the quote was Madison rain is a great person outside, like a great help outside of the ring. Uh, something like that. A good one inside the ring. So that makes sense. Um, he was asked about opening the forbidden door to other companies and responding, saying that they have a strong relationships with other promotions, but nothing quite like they do with new Japan. He thinks it'd be great if they get involved with more companies, specifically mentioning Lucha promotions. However, he also mentioned the challenges regarding the promotional battle between CMLL and AAA. Since AEW is teaming up with AAA, New Japan's teaming up with CMLL, and those two Lucha companies don't like each other. The moment Vikingo leaves AAA, just say goodbye to them. Yeah, I say, agree. Hey, CMLL, what's up? Yeah, give me, give me, give me Mystico on Dynamite. I would love that. <laughs> I would get me AEW. In Arena Mexico, give me Sammy Guevara versus Soberano Jr. Give me everything. <laughs> Dave Meltzer asks uh, Tony Khan about the one Bill Phil comment because, uh, as Dave sort of alluded to and thought about, that the one Bill Phil comment it seems very interesting when it go- comes to the rumor of the new TV deal of a billion dollars. So why would he then say one Bill Phil? Uh, Tony Khan says that he just mentioned David Zaslav as a throwback to when Ted Turner was referenced, which is weird. He also said the company is continually growing and they have a nine-figure revenue deal right now, and they're hoping to get to uh, more later. So he basically said that we don't have a billion dollars in revenue right now. Uh, don't seemingly don't have a billion dollar TV deal right now. Um, but uh, they're working on it, is what he's saying. So that's an interesting. Still don't know why the one Bill Phil thing was said then, other than maybe it's wrestling. I can. CM Punk. Are you saying that he's lying? <gasps> I'm saying that CM Punk says a lot of things, and it causes controversy. It causes conversation, and that's that. Uh, Tony Khan talked about uh Goldberg being involved with AEW. <laughs> Someone was asked about that, him being the potential partner of Sting and Darby Allen. You know, it makes sense if Goldberg and Chris Jericho's history. Um, obviously, that wasn't the case, and it was Naito, but would you like to see Goldberg show up in this company at some point? Nope. <laughs> Next question. Uh, did... Unless he squashes Wardlow, because Wardlow's a little bitch. You don't even want to see a, a Goldberg no. and Sting match? Uh, that would be like the only thing I want to see. And that's like half me amusing myself because they're both 60 years old. I think at best it will be like Goldberg and someone else versus Sting and Darby Allen. I think that's probably what it would be. Who the hell's going to team with Goldberg? Wardlow, obviously. <laughs> Just... Fine. Ryback. Right. Now, now we're talking, baby. 
Uh, David Bixenspan asked about CM Punk possibly having an ownership stake in the company. Uh, Tony Khan said yes. I'm just kidding. No, he uh, he said uh, that he was just using a colloquialism and then messaged Bix afterwards saying it's definitely no, he does not have a stake in AEW because there was that rumor going around that maybe he does. He did say in a quote for the brawl out presser, he's trying to run a business. So it was just sort of weird uh, to see that. Um, uh, someone asked about the viewership for Collision and with would Warner Brothers Discovery consider it a success? He said that the number they got was very successful. Uh, I was just going to see how it is going further. We didn't really talk about it, but how do you think, do you have any thoughts on the, the rating that was uh, Collision, their opening night? Sort of on par with like a really great Dynamite. Do you have any thoughts about great that? Great job on a Saturday night. Do you have any, do you have any concerns about how much drop off they could they could have seeing that that was potentially top of the board. For it. I I think they have to be prepared for a lot of their viewership to be via DVR. Yeah. On those and I think they're very much okay with whatever rating does come through because asking people on a Saturday night to watch whether it's at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific is a lot. People do things. People go out. People, you know, they have lives, and it's asking a lot. So I think they're very prepared for that. So I'm not worried about it because I don't think they are. I think they very much know what's going to be coming. Mm -hmm. And as long as they can create a buzz around it, even if it's not necessarily the night of, they'll be happy. There was also a lot of questions regarding the punk and elite dynamic and the locker room dynamic behind the state behind the scenes and how that will work. And Tony Khan said, "Forbidden Door is going to be great. We got all the big stars back. Uh, it should be a great show." And hyped up all the matches. I have. Uh, I asked myself. I thought they were going to put Punk and Kojima first to get him out of the way. Totally thought the same. Totally thought they the same. Did thing. Not. <laughs> they did not. They did not. It's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be an interesting one. We'll see. So where was that announced? Was that on the uh, New Japan schedule? The match lineup? Or the order? No, they just announced that MJF and Tanahashi's first yesterday because MJF said he didn't want us to be in Canada. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean... I think he'd be second. He could be second. That's not a bad spot to put in there. I think it would have been a good idea to get Punk out of the way, and then you know, because you're because you believe that Osprey and Omega is going to like semi main or third, you know, and then yeah. they do the women's match or whatever like they do sometimes. Um, they'll have they'll have some random tag probably suffer. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, uh, we'll see, we'll see how I'll it goes. Just go back to back to back, Young Bucks, Punk, Kenny. I think this show <laughs> has the potential to be a show of the year. I think the presser. Is going to have a lot of eyes on it. <laughs> the presser's going to have a lot of eyes. Who's going to be on the presser? Will the Elite be there? Will Omega be there? Will Punk be there? I don't know. We'll find out. I, I tweeted that I want the presser to just be an hour long. You have CM Punk and FDR on one side, Tony Khan in the middle, and then the Elite on the other side, and then that's just it. No one else is on the presser. And then it's just that for an hour, two hours, or whatever. And anyone can ask whatever questions and answers they want. That's what I think they should have at this point. Um, but yeah, that is the AW media call. I thought there were some interesting answers there. Let's talk about money in the bank. 
is this Saturday, WB's big time Money show in London, England at the O2 Arena. Um, I think it's just called the O2. But anyways, in London, England, there is a lot of stuff announced so far. Um, That's the best thing WWE does. They have international shows now. Yeah. So they're done by like a normal time. And I really appreciate that from them. And not only done by a normal time, but like the crowds have always been fantastic. Oh, now they're going to England. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clash of the Castle Woo! was great. Uh, uh, SummerSlam was great. Um, uh, 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 Backlash. Backlash was great. I was thank you. I couldn't remember. Saudi was great. Saudi was good. Saudi was great. Um, and then this show in London, England. I, I oh, WrestleMania was exceptional too. WrestleMania was great, but that was also WrestleMania. That you know, that was obviously in America. It was better than usual, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Cody Cody had like the loudest reaction I've heard at a WrestleMania in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Money in the Bank, let's talk about him. Cody Rhodes is wrestling versus everyone's favorite uh, heel with genuine genuine heel Dominic Mysterio. Are you excited for Cody Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio? No. We don't talk about that much, but do, what is your takes on the heel heat of Dominic Mysterio, if you have any takes? Um, people don't like him, but it's not as loud as they like me to think it is. Uh, I would say it's not only not as loud as people like to think it is, but it is a lot piped in. I think the crowd's definitely part of it as well, but it's also piped in to make it louder. Yeah, crowds are definitely loud, and you can, you can tell when it's a real crowd reaction to Dominic and not. Agreed. Agreed. And it's, you can Very see the audience reacting <laughs> or not yeah, at all. I mean- like, don't get me wrong. I think he is very much disliked, and I think he has gotten some great heel reactions. But, mm-hmm. like, a normal Raw on a Monday where he just talks and gets incredibly loud is not always real. Yeah. Completely agree. Completely agree. And uh, I think people probably dislike him more because in kayfabe, he's with Rhea more than anything else. And go away. He, I don't think people actually like seeing Dominic Mysterio wrestle, so... Well, we're gonna see him this Saturday at Money in the Bank against Cody Rhodes. Do you think? Do you think Cody Rhodes will get a good match out of Dominic Mysterio? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I think Ray was the only one that could do it, and it's because there was a lot of smoke and mirrors to it. Mm-hmm. I don't think this has the story to have smoke and mirrors to it. I think it's just a way to keep Cody hot enough. Because England's going to have a good reaction. Sure. You know that. Mm -hmm. And it's all to build to that last match with Brock at SummerSlam. So let's give him the guy that gets booed. Because while Dominic probably has piped in noise, he at least gets booed. Yeah. I'll give him that. Not everyone gets booed on this roster. (laughs) So. No, that's and that's true. And that's true. I I mean, mean, yeah. And you're giving Cody a win on his way to SummerSlam. That's the thing with WWE is like they don't they have a bigger problem with heels and baby faces outside of Roman Reigns because I don't think ever I think people just cheer for who they want to cheer for, mm-hmm. aka LA Knight for example, and everyone else is like, all right, see if you could sink or swim here. Mm-hmm. Can we also Unless talk about Roman Reigns? There's also the Cody Rhodes aspect of it um, that. You know, the thought being that after WrestleMania, Cody would maybe win the Money in the Bank briefcase and then challenge Roman. And he is now have a match with Dominic. And he's still on the feud with Brock Lesnar, supposedly. 
Jay Uso should just beat Roman. Who cares? Yeah, I think at this, this rate, point. at this rate, it's you know, I think Cody's not doing that. He's on Cody a just brand. needs Cody's story is winning the title, the mm-hmm. WWE title. It's not beating Roman Reigns, and I think that's how they view it. And you and they could do Jay Uso as a transitional champion to Cody. Yeah, sure. I think Jay Uso's story is better. Mm-hmm. Frankly. I mean, I always thought that. that was, that's the way this whole entire Roman Reigns thing got started is because of Jay Uso's work. Yeah. Long ago. And I think Jay I think Jay's a better performer than his cousin. Oh. And yes. I think Yeah. Like I think Roman's really good at the being Roman Reigns. And when I say what I mean by that is being the bigger entity than everyone else i think i think his like story work in segments is good Mm -hmm. his wrestling wise i think jay does everything better Mm -hmm. in terms of like in ring i know roman reigns is good but that's not what his character is supposed to be jay's has that work ready ish twist on it Mm -hmm. plus i think he's a better actor in matches yeah, I mean, and better actor overall. And let's make it more formal. Another match on the show: Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa versus the Usos in a Bloodline Civil War. This is, of course, coming off the heels of a monstrous reaction rating uh, segment with uh, the Usos turning officially on the Roman Reigns. I gotta say, they're doing a great job. Like you, you know, we could sit here and just we can admit we're not the biggest WWE fans. But at the end of the day, Cody losing was it the right decision for business? Probably. Would would Roman Roman? It's like the booking of it all is like Roman does not need the title at all in this spot, really. But but would it hurt the whole segment and storyline so. if he didn't have this title? I think so because he already would have been weakened by now. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, tomato tomato at this point but i do think that for wwe fans it works better with him still being champion mm-hmm. um it's it the the stranglehold over the usos doesn't have the same feel if he's not champion sure it's like oh you're a loser now mm-hmm. they don't want to be with you He's not a loser. He's still the champion. He's carrying around three freaking belts now. Like <laughs> <laughs> which I think is awesome. I hope they just keep giving him a new belt. And he just it's just like, hey Paul, can you wear all of these for me? And he Thanks. refuses to wear it. He's like, No, I'm I'm not getting rid of my old ones. I'm keeping them. Um, I expect many tweets of this is cinema when this match is done. Mm-hmm. Uh the USO should win and Jay White should be challenged. Jay White. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in another universe that was supposed to happen. Sure. Uh, but Jay Uso should be challenging Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. That should be your SummerSlam main event. It probably will be. Uh, I assume Solo is taking the fall here. And uh, well, maybe Jay Uso is beating Solo, and that's what's going to set up the SummerSlam. I think that makes the most sense to me at the very least. The real tag team should win. Agreed. Agreed. Um, next match. Money in the Bank ladder match. This is the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Becky Lynch, be bad. Becky Lynch, Bailey, Io Sky, Zelina Vega, Zoe Stark, and Trish Stratus. Why did they put Trish Stratus in a ladder match? 
Is she fully healed from her knees from WrestleMania? I, I, I assume I she is. Don't know. I don't know, but I assume. I don't. I mean, here's I, my take on the match. I assume that she is going to ha- be out of the ring and having Zoe Stark do all of her stuff for her. I think it's just crazy that Trish Stratus is around. <laughs> like, <laughs> not she hasn't gone away. She's just mm-hmm. here. Yeah, she's just as a normal competitor. She's just a normal roster member now. She got drafted. <laughs> she's officially um, just a roster member. I look at this field and I say to myself. How much can Io Shirai carry this through her athletic abilities? Truthfully, yeah, I, I think and I think she can do a lot, and I think Bailey's a good Bailey's always been a good base in ladder matches. Like every ladder match she's ever had, like the one with Bianca once upon a time, and the Money in the Bank ones. I, I hated that Bianca one. I, I trashed. Well, that, that was bad because singles ladder matches are dumb. Yeah. Uh, but she's always been a good base mm-hmm. in ladder matches. Like she knows things, right things to do. Mm-hmm. She also won this match. Um, ah, it's gonna be tough though. It's gonna be rough. I think Eo Sky and uh, Zoe Stark could have a fun little athletic, athletic situation. Uh, yeah, Zelina Vega. I, I don't think she's doing anything in this match. She's got nothing in this match for me. Becky this is Lynch more star power than they usually have in these matches. That's true. That's true. Do you have any idea, any pulse on who could win this? I, Not a clue. <laughs> I think I think it's honestly EO? like I think it's honestly like Becky Lynch or I mean EO maybe because if you do like the formal and obviously they've been teasing the Bailey EO Sky split, you can do a more formal thing where like I don't know you could do Bailey dumping EO to win. That's possible. That's that certainly possible. Would probably be the most interesting thing to me. Truthfully, I, mm-hmm. I don't think Becky, Zoe, Zelina. I, I think Becky, yeah, I think Becky, Trish, and Zoe are, and Zelina's not winning. I think, so I think, I think those three. I think there's a chance out. Trish could win. I think there's a chance. I don't think she's Who's definitely the known. champions. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Well, no one's, yeah, someone on SmackDown's winning. <laughs> so the other No side, one's beating Rhea Ripley. Yeah, who's, who's the other champion? Yeah, Asuka is Asuka, the other one. Yeah, there you go. So who on who's on the SmackDown side? Zelina Vega, Bailey, and EO Sky? Yeah, I feel pretty confident with one of EO and Bailey winning. Okay. I think you're right. I think EO Sky EO Sky would be interesting. EO Sky would be I'm more interested in Bailey and EO, one of them costing each other, making that a match at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And then you can do cash and stuff rather than doing the usual women's wrestling trope yeah. of Money in the Bank where they cash in the same night or the same week of. Yeah. They don't have any women's matches specifically on this show just to avoid that, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm already happier with this. Yeah. Um it's gonna be uh EO carry job. I completely agree. Completely agree. Um, one thing, the one good thing about this match consistently for the past few months has been EO. Yes. Agreed. That WrestleMania match, the only good thing was EO. EO. Uh, another match on this show, uh, the women's, the unified women's tag team titles, the mat, the titles that can be defended on all three brands, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, Against the returning Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Oh, congratulations, Liv! Welcome back. Tap out. Great, awesome. <laughs> Tap out and look like you're really into it <laughs> while you're doing it. 
I I don't know. I the fact that it's on all three brands, I'm like, I don't think Ronda's retaining the title. I don't think Ronda's gonna do that. But apparently they're interested in making the tag titles a thing. Ronda and Shayna are apparently. So maybe that's what they want to do. Just a full time wrestler. Can we just accept that? Yeah, she's like, not she's a star a wrestler anymore. now. She's not a star anymore. No, no, but she's Ronda Rousey, so they can use her name because for some reason, like the rest of the world cares mm-hmm. slightly about Ronda Rousey still. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, they put her in movies still, so they clearly care enough. That's true. I don't. <laughs> I don't care. No, I don't give a shit at all. It, I, someone tweeted at out. The men's, at least the men's money in the bank is going to be good. Someone tweeted out match it, like match graphics from her like first initial run. And I was yeah. like, yeah, what, what happened? Like, she, you know, I know she got pregnant yeah, and she was she gone was really for a while. Good. She was really good and then just, you know, had her baby and then came back. And it's just like, oh, there is nothing here. Not that here. one good match with Charlotte since coming back where they just like literally beat the shit out of each other. It mm. wasn't the WrestleMania one. It was the other one. I don't remember that at all. I remember us talking about it because we liked it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so Ronda still has something in there. And she, I, nope. No, the answer since then has been oh. no. Um, uh, <clears throat> men's Money in the Bank ladder match: Shinsuke Nakamura, Ricochet, L.A. Knight, Santos Escobar, Butch. He still goes by Butch. Uh, Damian Priest and Logan Paul is in this match. I think very uh, for a front runner it was very obvious. L.A. Knight and then Logan Paul got put into this match. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think this match is going to be really good, maybe great. Uh, but I got nothing on it. I, let I me no let idea. me talk to you. No, oh, here we go, baby. Logan Paul should win this match. <laughs> there is no one that will do the Money in the Bank briefcase uh, story mm-hmm. better than Logan Paul mm-hmm. because he won't be around. So anytime he pops back up, there's just that chance that's that true. he cashes in, and true. I think that's better than anything they've done with the briefcase in years. Yeah. That being said, if it's LA Knight's game, then it's LA Knight's game. Yeah. Uh I I like LA Knight. Like he's not a great in-ring guy. He's fine. He's just he's just whatever. Yeah. But his character's awesome. It's like the one thing that I'll see a clip from WWE and I'll be like, ah, it's, I like this guy. Um, so if he gets his moment, that's cool. But there's something about him climbing, being right there, and Logan Paul ruining it all and winning. Because Logan Paul is your second best heel to Roman Reigns in this company, and I don't care what anyone says. that Or or we set up Ricochet versus Logan Paul for SummerSlam, and no one looks back, and we all have a great time. That's also cool with me. That would also be cool with me. Uh, Logan Paul is the best worker in WWE. You're so right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can commit to best worker, but he is most consistent. He is consistent <laughs> and definitely up in the top five, probably top three. Um, he gets his character. Yeah, I know. Too. He's, well, his <sighs> character is just him, which is a, a snarky butthole. Um, no, but the, snarky butthole at that. I think you're right that him having the briefcase is gonna be very interesting. But what's also interesting about that is that Logan Paul having the briefcase to me a hundred percent is like, oh, he is going to be a world champion. Good. He is going to beat him cashing Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Can you imagine the lineage of that title? Seth Rollins, Logan Paul. It's like, whoa, what? That's that's as work rate as it comes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's a work rate title right there. 
Um, they yeah. go from having an absentee champion to giving a new world title to have a new absentee champion because Logan Paul took it. Logan Paul cashing in, winning it, and then losing in his first defense actually sounds perfect. Yeah. Just put him on the books right like that. Yeah. That's certainly possible. LA Knight, I think, like, a historically, like, like on looking at all other previous winners of that briefcase, LA Knight, like, perfectly makes sense as a winner. Um, but I don't even see him as a champion. I feel like him having the briefcase is like losing. he has a good mid card title run in him. Yeah, and they've certainly teased, uh, you know, winning that winning the briefcase and then instead going for a mid card title. Which him beating is Austin Theory <laughs> makes too much sense. I think I agree, um, I think but I don't favorite. think he needs the briefcase for that. Agreed. I think it's I think it'd be stupid for him to have the briefcase and the. US There's a lot of good wrestlers time. in this. Yeah, it should be a good one. I mean, Nakamura's still unsure about this man. Uh, Ricochet's good. La Knight. Ricochet's I think gonna do some stupid. La Knight had like a weirdly solid ladder match for that million dollar championship against Cameron Grimes years ago. La Knight's not a bad wrestler. No, he is perfectly He's serviceable. Just... He he's like the same. He comes from the same cloth of a like a Bobby Roode mm-hmm. type guy, where he's not this in ring workhouse. But if you put him with the right opponent, you get him a good match. Yep. But his character work is so much better than most people mm-hmm. that that's all that people care about, and it's fine. Yeah, Damian Priest I think is good. Butch, Pete Dunn, good. Santos, Santos Escobar. Escobar, love Santos Escobar. Yeah, this is a work rate thing. This is I'm excited for all of this. I think all of this and is And the gonna crowd's going to go crazy. The crowd's going to go crazy. And this would be a great match because of that crowd. They should give it to Logan Paul. I think, ha- have, I think they might. Have some, have some cojones. Have, you put him in there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I just And maybe the reason's just for him to do crazy shit. That's also very possible, which is wild, by the way. I can't keep forgetting that putting the celebrity in there to do crazy shit is wild, but that's what they do. And again, um, we're talking like Logan Paul is the second person to ever hold that t- Seth Rollins title. <laughs> the Seth Rollins title. Which That's speaking really what of, it is, isn't it? Speaking of Seth Rollins versus versus Finn Balor, WWE World Heavyweight Title match, aka the Seth Rollins title. Finn uh, Balor, what you got, buddy? This is put up or shut up time, my friend. Do you have what it takes to have a great match in the year 2023? Because let me tell you, if you can't have one against the Seth Rollins I'm seeing these days, you're probably never having one again, buddy. Seth Rollins got something good out of AJ Styles in the year 2023. He got something pretty good out of Braun Breaker. He got something pretty good at probably Braun Breaker's best singles match, truthfully. Braun Breaker, by the way, as a heel is so much better we'll never talk about nxt again so i want to put that in there (laughs) um but he is so much better as a heel and you could feel you could tell he's a lot more comfortable Mm -hmm. as a heel also that like rapid or like quick uh frankensteiner he did was silly that was insane Mm -hmm. um that being said finn Balor, what you got this is your chance you feel you feel more determined than you have in a long time i've seen the segments i saw you Foot stomp this man 27 times on Raw. I saw you have a little edge. I think the promo work's been great. What you got? Put up or shut up time. Bella, put up or shut up time. Bean Bonner. It's now or never. 
no demon to protect you, nothing. You either you either turn back the clock to that second NXT run, or you're done. Yeah. I'm done with you. This is your last shot, buddy. And I do want to stress, you are hyping up a man that is most certainly losing. Uh, oh, I know that. but It's just hey, a matter of, is, can he have a great match? This is their redemption. This mm-hmm. is his redemption for when he lost the Universal, or won the Universal title, I guess. I thought, I thought his NXT run was his redemption. Well, that was just really good. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. But that was, like, that was really good. He had those great matches with Kyle. Mm-hmm. You know, he did a lot of good stuff then. Mm-hmm. But Main roster redemption is a different story. That's He's true. never had main roster redemption. That's true. This is his last shot. And we'll see what happens. Don't be a geek. We'll see what happens. Don't be a geek, Balor. He's coming in lack of geekness, so there's a chance. There's a chance on the great so. match here. It's been good. Yeah. So. I'm liking it so far. So we'll find out. Money in the Bank. A decent little show, huh? A decent little show. We're, that, I, I felt more positive on this. These days. I felt more positive on this preview than I have in a long time. That's the thing with WWE these days. They're going to give you something you're going to like, but they're also not going to give me Gunther. So what the hell? <laughs> they are not bringing their biggest European star to London. <laughs> What's they- oh, no, they're going to add Matt Riddle. That's the story. They're adding him and Matt Riddle. Oh, uh, probably on Monday or something. Yeah. That makes sense. That's actually going to be good. That'd be good. I mean, Riddle's going to lose, of course, but yeah, that should as be good. As he should. As he should, and as he shall. <laughs> I mean, Mustafa Ali and Gunther in like five minutes was great, so I'm sure Riddle and Gunther in 12 will be even better. So That's, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, Money in the Bank this Saturday. We'll talk about it next week. Um, let's talk about a show that happened this morning. So I guess spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. Stardom Sunshine took place this morning. Uh, with the main event being a big-time loser-leaves-unit cage match. we got to uh, rip the bandage off, Ryan. Yes, Julia challenged Will Nightingale for the New Japan Strong. I was going to get to that, but yes, Julia... No, we're ripping the bandage off right off the bat. Julia, after uh, defeating Stars, uh, challenges Will Nightingale for the so, strong women's title. Here's your timeline of Julia... She said in an interview with Tokyo Sports two days ago, she was going, she was planning to do under overseas work. This led, as you can imagine, people to say, oh my God, she's going to go to AEW WWE. And I said to myself, one, if that were to happen, stardom has the roster that they won't feel it whatsoever. Just the truth at this point. It's not like EO and Kyrie leaving back in the day. They just have the loaded roster that they wouldn't be too worried. Two, I don't think that's what's happening. I think we're just giving her one of those titles. Now, did I assume it was going to be IWGP? Yes, I did. Is it cool that it's the strong? Because they were probably wants to do Julia and Mercedes. A match that was teased by Julia in Tokyo sports? Yeah, that's not too shocking. So, uh, it's fine by me. I think it makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I mean, we sort of talked about it before the show is that Julia versus Willow 100% was probably going to be the mercedes Monet match. Um, I <laughs> I don't have any idea when that match would happen. You know, there's... I'm guessing Independence Day? There's Yeah, the strong Independence Day matches, which are on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. So you're losing Willow for Dynamite if you... But you don't really need her. Um, yeah, back for Saturday for Collision because she's in the... 
tournament, but other than that. Yeah, so and that's doable. And that's certainly doable. Um so that's that's the immediate question there. If you want to do US side, does New Japan have a US side event coming up? The All Star Junior Festival? Not gonna happen there. Uh <laughs> that's totally not gonna happen there. Uh that's the, just the only one they have. Uh Impact X New Japan Multiverse United 2 in August? That would be weird. <laughs> don't, don't think it's happening there either. The Independence Day is your best shot. It's either that or it's just going to be straight up on Dynamite. That's yeah. really the only other options. Or a Dynamite-esque you know, pay-per-view or something. Those are really your only options. Um, Where Julia then is never to be seen for the next three months again because she's entering a tournament. Oh, yeah. And that's the part two of it all. You and I both strongly believe that Julia would win this title off of Willow. Whenever this match happens, she's going to take the title off of Willow. Reminder, folks. Willow's not supposed to be champion. Another reminder, folks. Julia versus Mercedes Monet is bigger than Willow versus Mercedes Monet too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I imagine I can imagine that they'll do uh, Julia versus Mercedes down the line if Julia wins this title. I don't think they wouldn't do that match. Um, and then you can also then do also you know Willow versus Mercedes Monet too down the line as well if Mercedes well, wins Mercedes the title, is champion yeah Mercedes wins the title off of Julia you know you can do that you have I mean you and I are looking at like the next two title reigns right now if Julia wins and then she defends the title on whatever until Mercedes is yeah. back and then they have that match at like historic crossover or Wrestle Queen probably a U.S. show because that's what Julia wanted true. Yeah, and the match is, it's a strong title. That's supposed to be the U.S. one, not the IWGP women's. That is a strong title. So, I, yeah, I guess this sort of crossover is probably not the spot, right? It would... If they want to do a rematch, they could. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I was going to say all in, but even then, that's England. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's where uh, Julia's from. There's something there. That's where she grew. That's where she grew up. There's something there. Uh, yeah, I, I think all yeah. out. You do all out instead of all in. Maybe that seems weird. Unless you actually sign or she Mercedes. Grew up in Italy. Yeah, she grew up in Europe. Close enough. Yeah, there's no real idea when it when it could happen. I mean, you could also do Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, they obviously could do that title match at Wrestle Kingdom itself. But I'm sure Mercedes will be on that one way or the other. Yeah, but that's you know that's January. We're, we're, it's June. That is six months away. So, so I don't know about that one. It's cool though. It's cool that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people are about to get their hopes a little bit too up. Like I've seen, like I've seen, like people who are general mm-hmm. fans be like, "It's happening." I'm like, "This is a, this is a five star Grand Prix about to happen." Yeah, and like, those... yeah, you might get one match, which is cool, mm-hmm. but that's it. <laughs> and, and famously that. those five-star grand prix last a century so uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's long it's so long uh, tournament it's not gonna happen for unless she flies again unless she flies over for like a dynamite on a wednesday yeah she, she can have she can have a weekend where she doesn't have a match yeah it that's certainly possible and she just flies over to t or aew but then the also the other question is like you know we're assuming that the willow match is happening at strong independence and the Mercedes match has to happen somewhere else. 
I, I don't know where. Yeah. Like, Stardom it, also has multiple pay-per-views during the tournament. Great. <laughs> Ideal. <laughs> Ideal. Tournament. The, the tournament ends on September 30th. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it starts in middle of July, right? Uh, July 23rd, yeah. That tournament's going to last a century. Um, well, let's talk about the show. Uh, you watched it this morning. I'll walk you through it. We'll start off with the main event, which I have already heard uh, a lot of raving about it. This is the loser must leave unit steel cage match. Queen's Quest were able to defeat Oedo Tai, and I believe it was Saki Kashima that is no longer in Oedo Tai. And again, she just leaves the unit. She doesn't switch. So she's just sort of a, I guess, a freelancer <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. But what did you think as about high this, speed champion? As high speed champion, what do you think about this main event? It is one of the best starter matches of the year. It what? <laughs> it it's shocking. I know because I saw twelve people in a steel cage and said, "There's no way this is going to go well." And you and, and to be clear, it's a steel cage and didn't have Fuki and Death in it. So I just wanted to be clear that you weren't. No, it didn't have Fuki and Death. Oh. Um. The reason it was so good is because you had the high spots, right? You had Azumi doing another double foot stomp from the top because she's a psycho. You had Starlight Kid doing a moonsault from the top because she's a psycho. Um, You also had pretty much everyone shining a bit. Lady C looked good in this match. Rena hit like everyone with hip toss, like uh, judo throws at one point, which was great. It was fast paced. It never slowed down. It they did the smart thing where, and this is a war. This was like a war games match, but in one ring and better because there was no break period. It was go 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 go. Let's start the match off with everyone brawling, and then we kind of break off so that things can breathe yeah people are still you know struggling around the ring to get out but you're having the segments in the ring that further tell the story of of course the story being can utami hayashida get queen's quest back on her side and i pitch this as will this match be a match where the leader utami makes sure everyone gets out first and goes to the very end, or will it be another case of she gets out and you lose one of the lesser members, say a Lady C, for example? They, this this daring hat man himself, Rossi Ogawa, said, You know what? We're gonna leave it down to just Aphrodite left. And that's instantly when your heart starts to sink, and you're like, Are one are one of these two getting kicked out of the group? Because if that's happening, then um Oh no! And they created a great drama inspired final closing minutes. Utami Hai Shishida, I'm going to say it right now. She is going to have the greatest World of Stardom Championship run when she gets the belt from Tam because she's getting the belt from Tam. No one else should be getting the belt from Tam. She is a different wrestler than she was when she was champion the first time. Um, she was phenomenal in this match. You had the drama worked up. Um, if anyone was following the clips, Momo handed 
uh, Sai Kamatani the bat on a house show to kind of tease that maybe she'll do what Momo did, right, and turn on Queen's Quest. And as the match was closing, you know, Saki Kashima was down, dead in the middle of the ring. Oh, by the way, Natsuko Tora hit a fucking swanton off the top onto Utami's face Jesus and bloodied Christ. her up. Jesus Christ. So Utami's climbing out. Crimson mask, essentially. So it's awesome. You know, she just looked like a badass. And Sai is climbing up to, like, try to help will her out. But Momo climbs up, hands her the bat. She does the fake, like, oh, I'm going to hit Utami. Nails Momo, which is a good play on how we got here in the first place long ago. Helps Utami out. They win. Saki Kashima's out. Away Utai instantly beats the brakes off of the poor girl. <laughs> And then the ma- the show ends with them all embracing Queen's Quest. Saki's a free agent for the time being. For a match that I was very much worried about, uh, not because I didn't think the story was deserving, but because of all the moving parts, they hit a home run. And this feels like it was the perfect way to set up stardom for what will be a gigantic second half that involves what I think is the greatest five-star Grand Prix lineup ever. And we'll get to that certainly in a moment. But yeah, we talked about offline that first half of Stardom's 2023 has, I wouldn't necessarily say, I'm not going to go as far as saying bad, but it has certainly been underwhelming, has certainly been cold. um, Mm. And coming off outside of, of the one show, outside of the one show, it feels like, coming out of 2022 it has just been they nothing's been happening um and i'm glad to hear that that match lived up to i don't know if i would say exceeded exceeded any expectation based off that review uh the story lived up Mm -hmm. the match exceeded that's fantastic and that's that's all you want i mean uh, that's what you want you want the story to nail it and the match to be even better than you thought i mean that's perfect I can't wait to I see. I walked away saying, "Oh, that was better than that stupid war games match I had to see." <laughs> <laughs> and you saw that match live. And you watched that match yep. live. Uh, Blood and guts is probably next. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to see war games. I hate war games. <laughs> war uh, games, blood and guts. Don't give a shit. Stop. That's fair. But uh, at least this match was a good War Games-esque match. Yeah, uh, you know why? Because there was one ring. Speaking of steel cage matches, there was also the Artists of Stardom title steel cage match. Uh, Donna Damundo, Julia, Mai Sakurai, and Tekla were able to defeat Hazuki, Kaguma, and Mai Iwatani. Of course, this is where, after the match, Julia challenged uh, Willow Nightingale for the title. But what do you think about the match itself? This is me going on record to say both steel cage matches this year were better than last year's. Ooh. Um, I think they they left this match down to Julia versus Mayu. Yeah, I can see why that. Yeah, can't complain. <laughs> can't complain. Uh, early on, it was you know it was fine. I think everyone was feeling it out. Um, they did play up that Mayu was terrified to be in the steel cage because, believably, she is. Uh, but she she I think her mouth got bloodied at one point. And I was like, of course it did, because she's the one that doesn't want to be in here, so she got effed up. Uh, but I thought Julia and Mayu closed this match out fantastic. So a lot of fun, expected winners. Uh, this was how you have this Stars team lose, was 
the escape. Um, and Julia's not going anywhere. She's still a champion. She's got a GP to do. She ain't going anywhere. She's not. She's not going to be WWE superstar Julia. Thank God. Julia spelled in the American way, of course. Um, <laughs> she's, she's gonna uh, be spelled like Julia Child. J U L I E. Julia still has a lot to do in mm-hmm. Stardom, and I again think they would be fine without her. I know they'd be fine without her. But you know what? It's better to have her than not. I mean, they'll be fine without her, but losing her would still be a hit. Uh, well, at losing any main event star is a hit yeah. for any company, right? But they, but they've been making a lot of new stars, so it's starting to get. It's not Rossi Ogawa's got PTSD, <laughs> so he just makes new stars. Yeah. at a premium now. He signed Suzu Suzuki. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's got he's got investment. He's got investment in the future. He's got three twenty year olds that are better than majority of wrestlers. He's got. Mayu still, he's got Utami, who's 24 years old. I don't think people realize Utami's 24 years old. Still got Shuri, got Micah cooking up now. He'll be fine. He'll plus, be fine. Plus, you got some uh, infusion of international talent in Mariah May. The foreign ace, as he's deemed her. Goddess of stardom champion as well, along with Mina Shirakawa, able to defeat... Godzai, Amisure, and Mirai, as Mirai is probably on her way to get the Wonder title. Thank God. No more New Eras. We're done with that. They don't work together well. The New Eras have very much hurt, I think, um, Mirai's past year, really. Like, that whole tag run really, I think, slowed her down and i know why they did it they were trying to keep her busy with the mina stuff but it just it hurt her and after this match she flipped the switch instantly mm-hmm. she lost she didn't get pinned obviously i got pinned of by course mina. of course um and i think i think mina and mariah mariah great choices for new champions i think mariah we you know i keep singing her praises she's in the gp thank god um she's gonna have a great great showing i think she's gonna really show people what she's all about uh but after this match if anyone's been paying attention to the tam mcconnell mariah story um it's mostly been tam just bullying the shit out of mariah mm-hmm. mariah laid her out with a lariat and then put her her knee on her neck and pretty much said i'm gonna kill you and oh, i think that's just i think that's just beast mariah's your next wonder storm champion folks jesus book it up yeah, Cook that's it up. we'll talk about that also in a moment, but Jesus Christ. Uh, Six-woman tag team match, Natsupoi, Tam Nakano, and Kyrie defeat Micah, May Saraya, and Suzu Suzuki. Good match. What would you expect? <laughs> I mean, these six, good yeah. match. Uh, they did not follow through with my Kyrie-Tam plan yet, but Stardom X Stardom is set for August, and Tam was giving Kyrie some dirty looks. So, uh, it's happening. It, it, it's happening. It's in the books. It's in the books. They, they got to redeem themselves mm-hmm. from Wrestle Kingdom. I yeah. know they're gonna. Not them. It's not their fault, by the way. Sure. Again, as good a five minute match as you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, how was, uh, how was Suzu in here? How was Suzu Suzuki in this? Oh, uh, she's sensational. 
and she's she's ready for an incredible five star run they she's just been waiting because she joined when they have all these stories like Mm -hmm. finishing up or going on five stars where i think we finally kick her into gear she's the one leading the generational struggle as well which uh continues at the corkin in two weeks Mm -hmm. excuse me which is exciting and these five star blocks i mean they 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 knew they knew the assignment folks they said, what will be the best Suzu block possible? <laughs> Let's get her good. Let's get her going. Uh, uh, Shuri defeats Zena. Zena's best match. Um, it's also her final match of her tour. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Not, really, not a, too surprising. Shuri's a good recipe. To have your best <laughs> match. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty good. She's pretty good. Also, think about this. Shuri is rested heading into the five-star Grand Prix. Shuri, That's the same wrestler who's been almost unquestionably Stardom's MVP for the past two years, yeah, is rested. Mm-hmm. She's gonna go crazy. <laughs> I really want the five star to just be like Stardom Rossi, like uncorking a bunch of people and just go nuts. You know what I mean? Oh, it is. These these are the most even feeling blocks I've seen them have. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm hoping for the best. Uh, we have the Passion Injection match. Nanai Takahashi defeats Hanako. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Um, I know everyone's name. Good opener. Passion Injection matches are good. Yeah, because it's just like her versus an inexperienced person. So, Yeah, except she's facing Starlight Kid in one next week. So that changes it. <laughs> uh, and then there's the pre-show match. Han, Momo Kogo, and Saeeda defeated Aya, Sakura, Wakasukiyama, and Yuna Mizumoro. Um, And you didn't see it, so that's fine. Uh, but good show. At least it sounds like a great main event um, well, and some good let stuff. Let me walk way. us through this five-star Grand Prix, shall I? Uh, I can. Do you want me to do the... I already got it. I also got it. <laughs> I also got well, it. I I I'm we're gonna react together. I'll okay, go great. through it. I'll great. go through it. I gotta. I'll, I'll lead for once. Please. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll please. Hand it back over to you. How kind. We got Red Stars block. Ami Saray, Natsuko Tora, Hazuki, Natsupoi, Starlight Kid, Suzu Suzuki, Shuri, Sayakamatani, Mayu Iwatani, and Tam Nakano. Yes, that means we are getting Suzu versus Shuri for the first time ever hold your hold your hats hold your pants hold whatever else get excited and in the blue stars block we also have a big time first time ever match it'll be utami haishishida hanan mariah may julia mina shirakawa azumi mirai momo watanabe sayori anu and micah yes utami and julia is finally happening yeah baby well, let's talk about that. Uh, the red block first, the red stars block yeah. first. Uh, I mean, Shuri Suzu Suzuki. I mean, right then and there, that's I'm just circling that. Instantly. That's your opening match for both of them. <laughs> yeah, so we got also opening night as well from 723. Yes. So red block is Suzu and Shuri, uh, Natsupoi versus Starlight Kid, Ami Sarei versus Natsuka Toro. No, skip. Um, uh, uh, my Iwatani versus Suzuki, someone's gonna die, uh, and Tam Nakano versus Sayakamatani, which I think should be good. You have to me 
in that block alone, three like, oh, this could be like the match of the tournament. Mm-hmm. And then there's another block. Yeah. Yeah. Red block has a lot of killers. They has do. A, and Blue, also a lot Blue of people. Box? That, and also has a lot of uh, people that could die. <laughs> Blue box, like the experimental block, in that everyone's great mm-hmm. in their own way. It's just, let's see how they all mesh, which I think is why I'm so excited for it. Yeah. And I also prefer the 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 bottom tiers of Blue Stars better, you know, Mariah May and Hanan compared to sure. Ami Saray and Natsuko. Sure. That's totally fair. Yeah, I mean, Red Star Block, I'm really enjoying a lot. I think it's just a lot. Of, it's a, your classic, like, G1 block where it's like, oh, this is, uh, this is where all the work rate nonsense is going to be and a bunch of nonsense is going to have in this. This should be good. Um you have your never open weight block as the Blue Stars block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Blue Stars block, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you, Tommy and Julia, uh, you're circling. Um, yeah. I mean, for the storyline of everything, uh, Micah and Utami, you know, you're circling. Yep. Um, Mirai just in here versus. Mirai and Micah for the first time. Mirai, Micah, Mirai, Utami, Mirai, Julia. Those should all Mariah, be. Mirai, Micah, I said this to someone. While they announced the blocks, I said they're gonna get ha- the winner is gonna get handed a never open weight title match because they're gonna be like, oh shit, oh sorry, I thought this was wrong company. One hundred percent. That's what that match is gonna be. Azume and Mina and Azume versus Mariah May. I'm also kind of very interested in. I think those should be yeah. good. Hanan, yeah, I'm interested to see how she does. Um, Momo is Momo. Is 2023 Momo. I don't really care about 2023 Momo. She'll give you great matches. Don't worry. Or she'll hit people with wrenches or whatever. And There's no more wrenches at the bat. Whatever. She'll, she'll, hit give, her with bat. she'll give you some great matches because you're going to get the Utami match that everyone's been waiting for mm-hmm. You know, since she left. You're going to get Momo and Julia, which goes really well. Sure. They're a good recipe of violence. Sure. Um, and I also think Momo and Micah works together very well anytime they do it um it'll be intriguing how much you know she does go to the obviously the outside stuff but Mm -hmm. she's she's gonna have at least a few standouts but in a block of utami julia mirai micah mina stay over your new you know it's it's gonna be tough uh open night for the blue block in 723 is going to be micah versus hanan uh, Azume versus Mariah May. That should be good. Uh, Mariah versus Momo Watanabe. We'll see. I think, you know, that's going to showcase what kind of, you know, what is Momo going to be doing in here? I think that I, I just bring that up because I think that's just an, a, a fair question. What is, what is Momo's tournament? Going Singles to Momo's. That's the bigger question always to me now as yeah. a way to tie Momo because I think tag trios Momo mm-hmm. has been good mm-hmm. since joining. Singles Momo isn't um, – it's not what it once was, obviously. And I hope maybe this tournament with the new Oedo – you know, Oedo tie now kind of facing a loss mm-hmm. like they did. Maybe they just go more serious, hopefully. Fingers crossed. But – I'm I'm Look, looking at it. And I'm thinking like night off person, and it's like uh, Momo doing shenanigans. And Hanan's your night off person. Uh, that's true. Also, they don't have nights off because they don't run. That's also true. Week. They they rust they wrestle from July to September. So they yeah, got, they have the weekends, so they don't really do night off people. That's fair necessarily. Uh, the other matches: uh, Mirai versus Momo Watanabe. I already said uh, Utami Hayashida versus Mina Shirakawa. That should be good. Should be good. 
Uh, and Julia versus Sayori Anu. That should be great. Um, yeah, it's a it's a big time. It's a big time tournament. This is this is about as good as it gets, folks. If I could get rid of Ami Saray and put in Tekla, I would. But <sighs> you know, I'd want you would know I'd meet you there. <laughs> you know, I would meet you there. That would be my one critique. Yeah, that would be it. Everything else, very happy about. But let's get you know what? Let's get Tekla in the states. Yeah, I would send her why over. Not? Why not? Why not? It's great. Nice little Andrew, have a have a wrestle Willow and have uh, Willow beat be Tekla. Good. Oh, that'd be good to lead up to the Julia match. Yeah, look look who's thinking. Look who's thinking ahead. Unless they do it on Independence Day, then LOL. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Midsummer Champions. That's also the next show that's happening for Stardom next week. Uh, oh my god! Main event being Tamakano. I know main main event being <laughs> Tamakano versus Mariah for the Wonder of Stardom title. I think everyone's immediately thinking Mariah is finally winning the title here. Uh, since it's sort of been delayed, as you've she already said. She better be. <laughs> and if she's not winning it here, she's never winning this title. She she has a work rate um, run ahead of her mm-hmm. that should be excellent because I think that's the type of wrestler she is. Um, so let's just uh, let's just let's just do it, huh? Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Uh, Cam's got another title. She can lose. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I, I made the pitch. How do you make up for not getting to end a record-breaking title reign, which Mariah was going to do? Mm-hmm. You end the double champion title reign. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. So I would I say never hurt nobody. Good. And then he would also do another match down the line or something if he wanted to. Yeah. yeah I the, mean, for the world. I'm very ready for Mariah run. She had such a good five-star last year where I was like, all right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And we're entering the five-star again, and we have yet to do this. Now we do this. Mm-hmm. Give her the belt. Let her run. It'll be good. Uh, high-speed title match. Uh, Saki Kashima now unitless versus a unit member that was in the steel cage match, Fukigan Depp. This is much more interesting to me now than it was, for sure. <laughs> when it originally was scheduled, I was like, oh? Interesting. Now, this is weird. Saki, Saki is homeless. She has no, she has no friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually said she'd team up with Rossi. That's, <laughs> that was her decision. <laughs> I was like, that's great. That's uh, this should be good. I, I think this should be good because they're funny. Yeah, these two are fun. And who doesn't love Fuki Good Death? Huh? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. She should be at should Forbidden Door. Should have sent her to Forbidden Door. That's what but... I'm saying. It should have been Athena versus Fuki King oh, Death. Tony Khan didn't have it in. I understand people like Billy Starks, but it should have been Athena versus Fuki King Death. Forget that. She should be challenged for, for the world title, baby. Now we're talking Tony Storm. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, baby. Uh, strap match. Natsupoi versus Sayori Anu. Um, I think Natsupoi is one of if not Starm's best big match performer mm-hmm. um and i think sayori new has been excellent since coming over strat match is always interesting you know you don't you don't know until it happens is the strat the strat match is the one where they have to touch the four corners right yeah so yeah. the way they're doing this is you have to pin and then touch the four corners i think pin and then touch four corners yeah. Interesting. it's not just four corners i'm just happy they announced the rules this time unlike the tam nazi play 
cage match where I was beyond confused. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Why are they pinning each other seven times? You have time to process how it works. Yeah. There's a lot of there's also a lot of things not named for this show, I just realized. There's a lot of people missing. There's a lot of people missing. Um passion injection match, Nanai Takahashi versus Starlight Kid. As you, should be beast. Should be, as you already kind of talked about, uh, Starlight Kid, obviously a rookie, uh, versus Nanai Takahashi. And I said, you must get passion. Yeah. Starlight Kid lacks passion. Great. What happens when Nanai says Susie needs passion? <laughs> she well, get killed? <laughs> I would guess so. I would guess so. Uh, uh, that should be great, though. Tag team match, Shuri and Ami Saray versus Mina Shirakawa and Mariah May. It, That'll be a title match. I was about to say, it doesn't say title match here, but I assume it, it will be, be one. pretty hilarious if Ami Saray got pinned back-to-back weeks. Oof. <laughs> Going into the five-star? Oof. I have an idea of how she's going to do in her block. Um, yeah. I think well, have you talking. seen the block? She shouldn't be much higher. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, they have the hitters. Six woman tag team match: Suzu Suzuki, May uh, Sara, and Hanako uh, versus Hazuki, Saida, and Sakura Aya. Aya Sakura. That is your pre-show match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're missing a lot of people. They're missing Julia, Mayu, Micah, Utami, Hazuki, Tommy. They were waiting for the cage matches, but Kamatani. I don't know. Let's get a meaningful match on there. You know what? Just Let's belt up Queen's Quest. Make do the Ars of Stardom title match. I was about to say, I was like, you could easily f- solve that with an Ars of Stardom title match, and do uh, Saikamatani, yeah. Utami, and Azumi, Azumi, sure, and uh, versus uh, sh- well, yeah, te- I mean, technically not on the show, but she could she could easily be on the show. Um, and then yeah, do that. They can lose. That's Midsummer Champions, folks. And they could lose. They could lose that match, maybe. And then Queen's Quest goes in with the title. That could be fun. Um, yeah, that's the uh, Midsummer Champions again. That is next week for Stardom. I think uh, fine show on paper, but I think we'll get more stuff uh, coming up. It's uh, the last pay per view ahead of the GP, so mm-hmm. uh, they kind of do this two parter. They did it last year too. Yeah, heading in. Um, I think it's cool. It's hard when you have a double champion. Yeah. Oh, completely you know, agree. If you would, if if New Japan would let them defend the IWGP, we'd be okay. But you know, whatever. I can't wait for Mayu, that. Mayu appreciates her dust collector. I can't wait for that title. I can't wait for Mayu and Tam uh, to happen and they unify those titles. <laughs> whatever. As long as I don't have to deal with it anymore. Um, don't care. N one N one victory for Noah. Those blocks were announced this past week as well. And honestly, looking at them, Scotty, I think these are pretty good blocks. I'm I'm very interested in these blocks. On one side, on block A, and again, oh, block A is so much better. You got this is a these are we have no Kaito Kiyomi in this tournament, and we have a bunch of the old guys gone. Uh, obviously, no Muto. Obviously, no Seguro right now. Um, and it's just about a bunch of young guys. Noah, um, this is a pretty nice one. I like this a lot. So block A, we have Jake Lee as champion. Uh, can, uh, now factionless Kano, uh, Masa Kiyomiya, Jack Morris, Yushiki Inamura, Timothy Thatcher, uh, from Australia, Adam Brooks, and Yuki Ushioka. Thoughts on this block? I'm just laughing at you saying Jake Lee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah. God, not, and also I I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, not circling any of his matches, but uh, 
Uh, um, hell. So Congo died, right? Congo officially over. Um, this tournament's interesting. And Kano, I believe, is the only ex-Congo member in this block. Right. This this tournament's definitely interesting. That doesn't mean it's good. That doesn't mean it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Uh, I like Yoshioka getting at it in. I thought that was a good shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, From Dragon, <clears throat> Dragon Gate? Because he's going to be doing this and the King of Gate tournament at the same time. Actually, no, I think King of Gate ends right before. Eat your uh, heart out, Kaito. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think the truthfully, I think this came out a lot better than expected. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you and I were very worried, and it came out and was like, actually, pretty good. This is pretty yeah, good. Yeah. I like, like the fuck. I think Cano has to win. I think, I think Cano has a very good shot of winning. I think he's a very, very good shot. I think I could also see him beating Jake Lee. I like Adam Brooks, too. I love, I'm. I secretly love Adam Brooks. I think he's fantastic. Um, I think he's a fantastic wrestler, so I'm glad he's getting this tournament and getting a spot. Um, Jack Morris, obviously, we gotta talk about him. Great guy. Uh, I think he's gonna he's looking guy. I think he's gonna do fairly well here. Um, maybe do about the same he did last year, or I think probably a little bit better. Better Uh, because he's better now. He's better now and have more fans and everything. Uh, I would have loved if he was in the same block of El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr., but uh, alas. Uh, Pretty funny when the champion's the weakest part of the eight block. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I mean, Masa Kiyomiya and Inamora, that should be fun. Thatcher. Masa Kiyomiya, man, this guy should be winning things. I hate that he doesn't. Masa Kiyomiya and Kano has an interesting thing oh, yeah. about it. Um, we both hate Nakajima. Yeah, yeah. I think Jack Morris and Adam Brooks could actually be a lot of fun, too. Um, I'm excited for Adam Brooks. Me, too. I, I'm very excited for what he can do. I wish I don't, nice, I don't think he has nice enough. Surprise. It's a nice surprise. I don't necessarily think this block is going to showcase enough of Adam Brooks because he's got a lot of big guys and stuff and hard-hitting guys, and he's not necessarily that, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see how it is. But, you know, yeah, it's weird that Jake Lee is the person where – and of everyone in this block we're least interested in jake lee um 100 100 <laughs> and then you have block b we have one half of axis go shiazaki the other half of axis katsuhika nakajima that was shocking that was that was a big surprise we have the champion el hijo del dr wagner jr that's my guy right there i'm very excited about him in this tournament uh Monop- amaska amaska for the title I saw? Yes, Amakusa? because Amakusa that's, beat him recently. In that's going to be awesome. Yeah, that should be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for that match. I can't wait for it. Um, so you got, yeah, Dr. Wagner Jr. Or El Hiyo, Dr. Wagner Jr. Manaba Soya, Daiki Inaba, oh, no. Saxon oh, Huxley. No. <laughs> Get ready, baby. Get the, the Huxmizer out here. They kept axes together, but they split the tag team. I think I think this block has higher highs but lower lows. <laughs> so you have Saxon Huxley, Lance Anawai from MLW. <laughs> it is confirmed no, he's not? here. Lance Anawai, the bloodline is happening uh, in Noah. And then you have an interesting one with Yuma Anzai from All Japan. That was interesting. Well, it's not just interesting that he's in this tournament, but it also announced before the bracket was announced or before the blocks were announced 
that he has a tricep tear. We're missing some dates. <laughs> and then he was announced for this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it gives him two weeks to heal, I think is what it was. It was two weeks to heal between that announcement of tearing his tricep and the start of this tournament. Which is not, yeah. and which you need months to heal a tricep tear. So, don't know what's happening there. <laughs> don't know what's happening there at all. Will he be in this tournament? Will it be somebody else? If it's somebody else, just toss in. Is there someone else? Toss in Segura. You could. Well, I think he's injured or something, right? Are he's taking a break. Uh, well, he it, said he wasn't going to be in the N one anymore last year. That, you're right. You're right. Um, is there anyone which else from like? All yeah. Japan, that could be fun. That could be fun? Mm-hmm. Put Suwama in here. <laughs> no. 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 Don't put Suwama in here. No, Suwama's not part of Voodoo Murders anymore. Put him in. Put in... Um... Suwama just had a great tag match uh, last weekend. Put in... Uh, 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 uh... Pay some respect to Suwama. He's not necessarily All Japan. Let's just, let's. Keep... I want to see Suwama bully Manabu Soya again. He's not in all Japan, but let's throw in T Hawk again. Let's throw in T Hawk into this. T Hawk. Why not T? You don't like T Hawk? Are you not a T Hawk guy? Fine. It's fine. I like. He's good. I, I keep forgetting but, um, his name. Who's the guy that Yuji Nagata loves? Yuma Anzai. Is it, is it Yuma Anzai? Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, in, yeah. Um, yeah. You can uh, Yuma Anzai yeah. in here would be very, very good. Uh, but of course, that tricep tear is. We're uh, getting Kento and Nakajima like next month, aren't we? Did they announce that? Maybe for like a Corkin? Maybe I don't recall. I don't. Recall. It is. What a what a match, huh? Let's get um. Who cares? <laughs> this block's bad. I, I don't think this block is bad. Has the has the big hucks. <laughs> Yeah, but it also got Go. It's got Nakajima. It's got Dr. Wagner Jr. Yeah, but what, what version of Go? I agree. I He is an Adam Cole of himself. You know, he is somebody he's that is... He's a lot smaller now. He's a lot smaller. He's, he's coming back from injury. He doesn't seem like he has the confidence yet. I'm excited to see him post-tournament. But right now, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so him, so it's going to be a Kano and Nakajima final? Yeah, so I think... with that? Kano and Nakajima could be a lot of fun. I think that's very interesting. I think they only wrestle each their their N one final from two years ago. Mm-hmm. That is the match that made me want to watch Noah. And now I thought it was phenomenal. <laughs> and now they are definitely two people that still have me wanting to watch Noah. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you who's not wanting me to watch Noah. Darth Vader impersonator himself. Um, yeah, that's uh, the N one. <laughs> that's the N one blocks. Um, I don't know when the Kenta. Are you talking about the Kento or Kenta? Kento Miara. Yes, that one we discovered last week. That one uh, is officially announced for One oh, Night yes. Dream, July fifteenth. That's that's it's all I they're already selling standing room tickets for it. Yeah. That's you got that in there. You got They have a draw for once. You have And he doesn't work for them. You have Hayata, Rey Scorpion, Dante Leon and Drill no versus Drill Ninja Mac Amakusa. 
Jimmy Wang Yang's on that show. I was getting to that. You got a six-man tag, Stallion Rogers, super crazy, and the return of Jimmy Wang Yang. Is he going to come this out like a flying Elvis? RVD. This is what I'm talking about, baby. And then a debut of a young lion, or whatever they call him here. Um, so that's fine. That's fine. Um, they got some stuff happening, Noah. They got some stuff happening. Uh, the, G- the, G- the GHC National <laughs> Championship match of Dr. Wagner Jr. Amakusa, that is happening July 9th. Um, so I'm definitely watching that. And Adam Brooks is coming in early July 9th as well for a tag team match, so you can see how he fares. Uh, but he's only wrestling either a tag match with Ninja Mac versus Kurt Stallion and Dante Leon, so it's not like he's going to be doing much. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Noah, baby. Uh, you're, you're, you're not high on Noah right now, right? You're, you're hoping the N1 turns things around. Maybe one night dream Kento Miyahara turns things around for them. Kento Miyahara turns things around for as many people as possible. It's not going to matter because he's not going to be there the next day. Um, yeah, I couldn't, I think, I think Noah is probably the lowest I'm on a company right now Mm -hmm. in wrestling, wrestling in wrestling as a whole. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair it's, enough. It's it's um, it's something. It's it's something. I'm 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 excited about this N one. I like the N one blocks for the most part. Um, I think they are very solid blocks. Um, and I think they've got a lot of potential for a lot of different matches. Um, you know, no, you know, Fujita's out of here. No Muto. Uh, Segura is obviously out of here. You're giving a lot of youth in here. And so I think, you know, we didn't really talk about it, but like guys like Kiyomiya, where you want him to shine more, Inamora that we've been talking about for years to shine more. Uh, I think this is a good time for them to finally start breaking out. And hopefully they do that in the end one. And that's what I want to see. And that's what I'm hoping for. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's it for this. This That's it for this God dang show. Um, God dang god dang show um scotty anything to plug and what is your match of the week uh yeah follow me at uh got e wrestling on twitter you forgot uh, it sorry, you forgot it folks no i think julia <laughs> willow is set for uh huh? <laughs> independence day did they just get it confirmed breaking news on ring post radio um uh, I haven't announced the date yet, but I think it does confirm. Either way, um, yeah, so follow me at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter. Uh, I got a lot of stuff coming up. I got a Shun Skywalker interview, head of uh, Kobe World next week. Kobe Pro Wrestling Festival, which is Dragon, uh, Dragon Gate's huge show, their signature show. That's next Sunday. So I'll be uh, going on i'm uh, going live next sun nope we're not even recording next sunday we're recording next monday right? we are recording uh i'm gonna pull up my calendar of course we're recording tonight patreon.com for forward slash count pod for forbidden door two uh immediate reaction review um i believe we are recording next monday if i'm not mistaken i'd not write it down yeah, <laughs> gotta, yeah gotta look at gotta look at the slack so you're busy, so next Monday we'll be back. Um, yes, that Kobe Pro Wrestling Festival <coughs> is next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so that should be a lot of fun. Next Sunday, uh, next Monday we'll be reviewing Monday Money in the Bank, Midsummer Champions, and previewing the Strong Shows. Uh, another, I'll have another um, 
Stardom Road episode for everyone this week. It is talking the Five Star Grand Prix and the history of the Five Star Grand Prix. And the episode after that will be going down the rabbit hole of Shuri's Five Star Grand Prix. Mm -hmm. And after that, we'll have to get creative, but probably get back on the uh, wrestler-specific episodes, which have done well. So keep a lookout for that. Um, And my match of the week that we haven't talked about is... Looks at dynamite. <laughs> no the collision main event: CM Punk, Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler, Ricky Starks versus Jay White, Juice Robinson, Colton Gunn, and Austin Gunn. Never did I think I was going to say those two names in a match of the week, but here I am saying it. Uh, I just thought the energy was sensational. The work between CM Punk and Jay White was great. Ricky Starks was a star uh-huh. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the guns did a good job too. Just Robinson's absolutely cracked out of his mind for 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 better or for worse. I think he's just been <laughs> phenomenal. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was it was just like it was one of the more fun matches I've watched, and I like the way Collision is settling in in that it is a different show. Yeah, it's full on different show. It's feels different it sounds different it looks different that's what it should be that's what you know dueling brands should be um they're still missing some things but i felt better about collision overall this week than i did last week and as more time also andrade this nutcase he he is he is very good again i don't know i don't know what happened when he destroyed his shoulder and and beat up Sammy Guevara in the back where he just was like, Oh, I'm a Sombra, but yeah. he he's remembering mm-hmm. and I'm very happy about it. Cause he's uh he's kicking ass. I'm very excited. I, I really enjoy Andrade as a baby face. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking the stuff. I'm liking the stuff. Who's going to save him though. That's the fun. That's the fun part. Who's going to help him? Roosh baby. It's going to be Roosh and, uh, Drillistico. Drillistico. <laughs> oh, that'd be a hell of a match. Someone's got to take the falls. Um, <laughs> my match of the week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going all going all the way to August twenty eighth, two thousand two. That's right. I've been uh, I've been I've been I, I had toenail surgery last week, and I've been soaking. That's my, disgusting. I know. Sounds been, terribly painful. <laughs> uh, it was well, I didn't feel a thing because they numbed my toe immensely. Um, but I've been having to soak my foot every day, and I've been watching old. TNA shows to pass the time. And I watched this show from the 11th uh, TNA, NWA TNA pay-per-view, where it was the main event, Jerry Lynn versus AJ Styles versus Low-Key, X-Division triple ladder match. Scotty, this match was fantastic. Highly recommend you watch it. And also, Scotty, let me tell you this finish. The finish of this match is... Jerry Lynn doing a gotch style pile driver too low key off of practically the top of a ladder to the floor. It looked brutal. And of course it was a great match. Jerry Lynn won, uh, but definitely go check it out. Uh, it is really, really great. Really, really great match. Highly, highly, highly recommend other plugs. Like we said, patreon.com forward slash count pod. Uh, we will be doing our live 
instant reactions to Forbidden Door and along with the presser and whatever's going to happen at it. Um, join any tier of the Patreon to be a part of the conversation there. Uh, we would greatly appreciate your patronage and we hope to see you there. Um, beyond that, yes, we'll be back next Monday uh, for a show. And then after that, uh, we I believe after I believe the week after that is when we have a guest scheduled. And then we'll have a bonus episode previewing G1 Climax. And if you know our history in Ring Post Radio, maybe you have an idea of why we're doing a bonus preview for G1 Climax specifically. Uh, and that's a little that's what we call a tease in the biz, folks. So uh, yeah, check that out when it comes out. But we got a lot of stuff planned. So we hope to hear from you. Uh, we'll have another, uh, the second episode uh, of Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything Season 2 uh, is already out. It was Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura at NXT TakeOver, Nakamura's debut. That is out on Patreon, the $5 tier. So we would appreciate your support. Um, I think, follow me on Twitter at Ryan Nancy, follow Scotty at Scott E Wrestling, follow the whole show at Count at Count Pod. That is it. We'll see you all next time on Ring Post Radio, next Monday on Ring Post Radio, or tonight if you join the patreon.com forward slash kind of pod. We'll see you guys. Goodbye. Hey, have you guys heard of the new show on the Canat Network, the Ichiban Sweetcast? It's the brand new New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast starring the International Wrestling Grand Prix. That's me, your good friend Curtis Spears. And me, your bad friend Rafe Houston. And we're here to talk about everything New Japan Pro Wrestling reacting to everything, getting worked up, getting very happy, sometimes crying. Kind of like like something else we used to do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was the old uh, Okada Shorts podcast, right? Ah, that's right. And if you love that show, you're going to love this show because it's exactly the same show. Yeah, we just had to change the name. Yeah, we, we did. But you can check it everywhere on a social media handle that we haven't made yet. <laughs> yeah, we're really new to this. So <laughs> what you can do is search on your favorite podcast catcher of choice. Look for... The Ichiban Sweetcast. Sweetcast, Ichiban. This has been a Countout Podcast.